When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. We've got another Friday deadline, the third in a row. And in this one, we look at how the team's set to line up this week. And with two transfers banked, at least one's going to be spent. I hope you all had a good game week last weekend and hopefully did better than mine. It was 40 points all out. It was actually a great start to the game week for the Matoma and Estepinion owners, both getting one goal, one assist. But if he didn't own Mbuma, he soon caught up and then overtook him with another penalty and a late goal to put the game to bed versus Fulham. Undoubtedly, the most painful part of the game week though was Gabriel's consecutive benching and on top of that, Saliba putting up an 8-pointer. Absolutely brutal for those that missed the league of Gabriel's benching last week. Arteta dismissed that it was due to any transfer interest in the market and he said he's going to get a ton of games still. It certainly looks far worse than it is though with the ranks so condensed at the moment. The difference between Saliba and no Saliba is about 2 million ranks in this team. But elsewhere in midfield, Martinelli, Saka, Bruno and Rashford all blanked and João Pedro was benched. He came on but he got booked so a zero pointer and of course Captain Haaland blanked as well. With all that in mind, I'm looking forward to the challenge of the climb from rank here anyway. FPL hard mode for us Gabriel owners. If I look at the team, I can't say there's much I'm unhappy with at all. Good picks can just blank sometimes. And after two game weeks, it really is fine margins like Matoma vs Mbumo and Gabriel vs Saliba. Those two alone are 17 points difference. So two transfers in the bank and 1.5 mil in the bank. Let's have a look at how the team set to line up for game week 3. Pickford returns in goal with Turner away to Man United. It's been a discouraging start by Everton, 4.5 expected goals conceded which ranks second worst in the league. Only Fulham have fared worse. It is a home fixture though and Everton are more than capable of getting a result here. It will be and Calvert-Lewin went off injured last match which is also a concern. If Pickford can get back to back clean sheets to Wolves and Sheffield United then all is forgiven. I have been considering a transfer to Sanchez from Chelsea but ultimately decided against it, more on that later. The back three this week is Shaw, Estepinian and Chilwell. Rock solid defence this week, all home fixtures. Though I felt pretty good about the team last week so I won't get ahead of myself. I'd like to see Shaw more advanced this game week and I'd like to see Ten Hag change things up. Perhaps Martial playing through the middle with Rashford in his natural position down the left wing. Man United have been given a 44.5% chance of a clean sheet. What a start to the season by Estepinian though. He's an absolute monster. He's created 8 chances. 
which is top in the league among defenders and short in second with 6 by the way. 1.25 expected goal involvement also top among all defenders. The loose plan before game week 1 was to potentially move him in game week 4 when Brighton have got Newcastle and their Man United but that's certainly changed now and he's arguably even a permanent starter. Another man who is a permanent starter for the foreseeable is Chilwell. Chelsea top in the league on Fantasy Football Scouts fixture ticker tool. Scary to see Man City so high up by the way and only own Haaland in my team, as it stands anyway. I think due to the blank in game week 2, people have forgotten about Luton and how much of a team to target they actually are. I know that Chelsea has started poorly. Liverpool and West Ham not exactly an easy couple of opening fixtures. Luton conceded 27 shots in game week 1. I'm expecting a comfortable win and much needed at Stamford Bridge. The midfielders Martinelli, Saka, Mitoma, Fernandes and Rashford. So let's talk about the Man United mids first. A bad start to the season from United. They took the three points in game week one but they got pretty lucky and against Spurs they looked decidedly second best. There is a temptation to sell one of these. If it would be either it would be Rashford. Bruno's underlying numbers have actually been really good. Seven chances created, two big chances created, 2.12 expected goal involvement which only Mbumo can beat due to having two penalties. Penalties have an XG of about 0.75, so basically three quarters are scored on average. So that's 1.5 XG added on top of Mbumo's numbers. Excluding penalties, Bruno's actually top in the league for expected goal involvement, so I think we need to be careful about selling. Rashford of 0.89 expected goal involvement, less than half that of Bruno. And as I say, really hoping to see Ten Hag change things up. They've played a midweek friendly against Burnley this week, perhaps to get fitness up or maybe to practice some tactical changes. The latest news is that Mount's going to be out until after the international break now. Not expecting it to have a huge impact on them, Bruno could play a little more advanced, expecting Eriksen to slot in. Arteta lined up with Nketiah leading the line for the Palace game and he played pretty well, won the penalty. The problem with Nketiah is his game is different to Jesus, he doesn't interchange much and he doesn't bring others into the game as much. So Martinelli suffers when the two line up together and we saw the same last season. After two game weeks, Martinelli's taken two shots, just 0.11 expected goals. However, it is Fulham at home, who are by far the worst in the league for expected goals conceded as it stands. I'm not too concerned about Arsenal pen duties. It was a frustration to see Erdegaard taking it last game week. He indicated that Saka is on them, but he asked to take it during the game. Presumably he was feeling confident, which sometimes happens in games, and another player takes compared to normal. Saka wasn't having the great game either, to be honest. Wouldn't be at all surprised if Saka takes the next one, though. Mitoma, along with Estepinian, was a potential transfer out in game week 4 when the fixtures turn. But again, if Mitoma delivers this week, it's going to be very hard to sell. One goal and two assists from his first two games. In hindsight, the Mitoma and Mibumo combo would have been the one, rather than one or the other. Didn't honestly expect that given the quality the Arsenal Man United mids both had last season. After the first two games, Mitoma's top in the league for expected assists with 1.28, 9 chances created. Onto the front two, which is Jao Pedro and Haaland. So Xiao Pedro will be leaving the team this week. He didn't do too terribly thanks to the goal in Gemic 1, but Gemic 2 was disappointing. He actually came on around the 50th minute mark off the top of my head, because Brighton were well ahead by then. So he got a good 40 or so minutes still. De Zerbi has alluded to the rotation this season, and he remarked that Xiao Pedro needs to work on his defensive work rate. He'll no doubt chip in with returns throughout the season, but he makes sense as the first transfer out of the season. So quickly on Haaland and then the transfer plans. Not a week to be clever of captaincy in my eyes, expecting this one to finish 3 or 4-0. Sheffield United have conceded 40 shots in the opening two games, only Bournemouth have conceded more of 42. 
Despite the blank against Newcastle, he had a few half chances that we've seen him bury before. Not at all concerned by the blank, and I can't see the armband moving off him at any point in the foreseeable future. So the bench is Turner, Udogi, Gabriel and Mubama. I've had to take a 0.1 mil loss on Gabriel, which only adds to the frustration. I can't see him actually leaving the team for a while, so may take another drop or two on him. Best case scenario is Arteta is true to his word and he starts to play a ton from here on. I could see myself using him in later games if that happens. I actually fully expect him to start next week due to Tommy Asu's suspension. It makes perfect sense for Sinchenko to invert from the left and therefore Gabriel plays on the left of the back three. However, I was expecting him to start against Palace, so who knows. Udogi is a 4.5 mil gem, likely to give him his first start in the team in Gimmick 4 when Shaw and Gabriel face one another. Onto the transfer plans then, two transfers banked and 1.5 mil in the bank as well. As mentioned, João Pedro is leaving the team and there's two ways to go, Jackson or Alvarez. Both are affordable in one move. My preference is Jackson. Although he's blanked in both games, his underlying numbers are solid and I feel he'll come good. Six shots in the box taken and his 1.3 non-penalty expected goals is fourth best among all forwards. And the fixtures are good enough for those solid underlying numbers to convert into returns. However, I do feel that Man City are going to put up some huge scores over the coming fixture run, so there's a big temptation to sell Martinelli for Foden for the reasons mentioned earlier. Just the two shots for Martinelli in two game weeks looks a worse FPL asset when Enketia plays, which he is while Jesus is injured. As it stands, I'm going to save the second transfer, maybe make it in Gaming 4 instead, and keep the options open, as it could be Rashford instead that leaves the team. I mentioned at the start of the video I did consider Pickford to Sanchez as well, but I do feel that transfer would be better spent outfield. If you enjoyed this video, hit subscribe, more great content to come this week, and to become a Scout member, use the link below for 30% off. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.